Welcome to Taft Talks, a podcast from The Modern Law Firm. In this ongoing series, Taft Talks Probate, Minneapolis private client partner Bob McLeod discusses hot topics and timely information surrounding private client litigation for trusts, wills, guardianships and conservatorships, and more. This is Bob McLeod, and this is Taft Talks Probate, and today we're going to talk about exactly what is probate property. It seems simple, but let's get into it just a little bit. The general topic of this podcast is Taft Talks Probate, but it's a recurring problem both with clients and the court and lots of professionals regarding what is a probate asset. What does that really mean? And so we're going to talk about that a little bit because I want to get into intestate succession. And I thought, well, before I do that, let's talk about the basics. What is probate property? Probate property is property that has no title except in the name of the person who died. For example, let's say your father dies and your father owned a house titled in your father's own name, then when your father dies, you need to go to probate to determine who owns the house. Now, if your father died and owned the house in joint tenancy with your father's uh, spouse, well, then the spouse would become the automatic owner of the house by the rules of joint tenancy. And that would mean the house is a non-probate asset. But if the house was titled in the name of your father alone, with no other owner on the property in joint tenancy or something like that, then we don't know who owns the house. And so we have to go to probate to figure out who's going to get the house. Now, this is true for other assets, like a bank account. Let's say you had a bank account titled in the name of your father's name alone. No other person was on the account. There was no co-owner. There was no someone with signing authority, no, no one with a power of attorney. The bank account was just in your father's name. Well, again, when your father dies, we don't know who owns it. It's just an account that was in your father's name. So we have to go to probate to figure out who gets the bank account. And as you can imagine, this continues on down the line. If your father owned a car in his own name, if your father owned stock in their own name, any number of things. If it's owned in the, the person who's died is often called the decedent. And if it was owned in the decedent's name alone, and we don't have any other law, like a beneficiary designation or something, to determine who owns it, then that is considered probate property. Now, an IRA or retirement account, for example, might become probate property. For example, let's say your father worked all their life and had an IRA built up somewhere, but did not have a beneficiary designation on the IRA account. Now, that might become a probate asset. What what happens there is we have to go to the IRA account plan. There's usually, you know, one of those really fine print type documents that you fill out and sign when you open an IRA. Now it's all done online and you click a thing that says, have you read this? And you haven't read it. No one does. 
And uh, But in all that fine print, it might say, if you die without naming a beneficiary, the agreement might say it goes to your spouse if you have one, and if you don't have one, it goes in equal shares to your kids. Or the agreement might say the IRA goes to your estate, and then that would make the IRA a probate asset. So if the if your father died without a beneficiary and the plan says it goes to your spouse or kids, well, then it's a non-probate asset. It goes to spouse or kids. But if your father died without a beneficiary and the plan document says it's payable to your estate, well, now it has become a probate asset. Hence, this is a reason you always want to have beneficiary designations on your IRA, if at all possible. So if someone dies owning assets, and there's no other law that provides for the transfer of assets. And again, those other laws are like beneficiary designations, transfer on death designations, payable on death designations, joint tenancy laws. Different things can transfer assets without probate. But if none of those laws apply, we go to probate. And now we go, well, what does probate mean? Probate is the court process to determine who's going to own the asset. Now, probate generally follows one of two routes. Well, one, we have to go to court to do it. We have to file a petition. You fill out a petition and you file it with the court. And you tell the court one of two things. My father died without a will, and therefore the estate passes intestate. And what that means is if the decedent, the person who died, dies without a will, the state has written a will for you. The state says if there's no will, then the person who died, their estate will be distributed according to the following rules. And there's a statute with a series of rules determining who's going to get the property. It might go to the spouse. It might go to kids. It might go part to the spouse, part to the kids. It's different in different states. And we'll cover Minnesota's rules in the a next podcast. But the point is most states have some type of will written for you to determine where your estate goes if you didn't write one. But let's say you did write a will. Well, then the petition says, well, father was born on this day, died on this day, etc., and had a last valid will. And you file that will with the court. And then what happens is you file this petition, you say father died with no will or father died with a will, and here's all the beneficiaries of the estate if there's no will, and here's all the beneficiaries under the will if it is a will, and here's also the beneficiaries if there wasn't a will. Then the court usually schedules a hearing to hear the petition, and that's where you come in to try and prove, yes, the person died without a will, or yes, the person died with a will, and then depending on which way it goes... The person died intestate, meaning they have no will, or they died testate with the will. And then based upon that conclusion, the court appoints, you hear the word executor a lot. The common phrase these days is personal representative. But the court appoints a personal representative who's given the authority to manage the estate. And then the personal representative accumulates all the assets, pays all the last debts, and then distributes the estate. If the estate is intestate, they distribute the estate pursuant to the intestate rules. 
if the person died with a will, then the personal representative distributes the estate according to the will. Now, uh, probating an estate can be done informally, meaning uh, a lot of forms still get filled out and they're still filed with the court, but very often you don't end up having to go into court to deal with these things. Or the will or intestate estate can be probated formally, which is where you usually, not always, but usually have hearings to determine the outcome of all these things. That's a more elaborate process, and we can talk about that in another podcast. But the point is, probate is where we don't know who owns an asset after someone dies, and we have to go to court to determine who owns it. And by their nature, if you've written a will, the will goes through probate because we have to present the will to the court and the will has to declare that it's valid. And then the estate is either distributed under the will or if there is no will under the what's called the intestate statutes. So that's a quick rundown of what is probate and why we have to probate assets. And on the next podcast here, we're going to talk about some of the rules of intestacy. What is the will that the court or that the legislature has written for you? So tune in soon for the intestate rules in Minnesota. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Tap Talks. If you liked this episode, leave us a review and make sure to subscribe to stay up to date with The Modern Law Firm. This podcast provides general information related to the law. Taft Talks is not providing legal advice and does not establish an attorney-client relationship. The opinions expressed on Taft Talks belong to the individual attorneys on the program and do not necessarily reflect the firm's position. For questions and comments, please contact podcast at taftlaw.com. Additional information about Taft can be found at taftlaw.com.